pretty much the same, but at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high commission investment products, right? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope, never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary, obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No, we have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Sitting in the main studio is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He is on Twitter at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Oh, a few minutes ago, my day took a dramatic turn. You looked down at your phone. I believe you said, Oh my God, something along those lines. And I thought someone maybe had passed away, someone had died. Um, instead, I guess something did die. This illusion you had. That NFL Sunday ticket was going to be the same as it always was in this switchover from DirecTV to YouTube TV. It has suddenly become a major, major story for today's show. I thought we were going to talk about John Morant, you know, and we will. It's Tasty Take Thursday, but Jeffrey, I, listen, John there was an initial scr- eruption, and now, now I sense just a brooding comedy. You're very upset about this. I need everyone that is pretending to be upset about Ja not making the All NBA team <laughs> to get upset about something that really matters. One forty-seven well, mattered to forty million dollars. Ja, how does this matter to us <laughs> at all? This affects us, hardworking Americans that only want to sit down on Sunday. And watch football. As much football as possible. As much football as possible. We have a limited time on this earth, and we have a limited amount of NFL games to watch. And now TVs are cheap. So guess what? We can all heroically put four TVs in one room. So just explain it. What happened? What did your wife notify you of? 1.47 p.m. Did you see you can only stream Sunday Ticket on two TVs? By the way, good teammate, Aaliyah. That's good teammate work there. Something tells me she knew that this was going to fire me up. <laughs> I literally text back Link because I am, like, I'm in a panic. Mm-hmm. And I, I love my wife, but my wife has a tendency to see things that might be hashtag fake news. Mm. And I have, to t- I have to check it out for myself. Gotcha. I said Link, and it was like 30 seconds went by and I didn't have a link. This is a serious accusation from me. She then sends the link to support.google.com. I take you. Google owns YouTube. Correct. Correct. Google owns YouTube. I take you to the section. Watch on multiple screens and devices at the same time. When you purchase NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube or YouTube TV, you'll be able to watch games on up to two screens at once. Now, some people would say. Like, two screens should be enough. Not football. (laughs) If you subscribe to Sunday Ticket, I don't... Everyone I know that has Sunday Ticket has a TV room. And that TV room has multiple TVs. 
YouTube screens. and YouTube yeah. TV subscribers will also be able to watch up to four live streams simultaneously on one single screen with our multi-view feature. Oh, the mosaic. Has anyone the ever mosaic. tried to watch a mosaic? It's awful. <laughs> the only time you ever put the mosaic on is if you're in the middle of a crappy noon window and you're trying to figure out if you got the four best games on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is when when they do... When the NFL so this is a gives problem. you this stupid talking point about how it's always fans first, they are lying. They don't care about us at all. In fact, all you have to know is Apple was willing to buy this and mm-hmm. have it essentially be a sunk cost. Mm-hmm. They were going to buy it, and they were going to give it to us for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Guess what the NFL said? No, 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 absolutely not. You will not be lowering the price. Because rule number one, we're like an airline. We don't care what the fans think. We tell them what we think. And this is absolutely insane. How, first off, at least I would feel, I would feel somewhat better about it if I could just buy an add-on to get whatever, up to five devices. Whatever, you're screwing me over, make me pay more, I could have the four TV, whatever, I can get four streams. They don't even offer that. What if you have six TVs? What if you're a six TV guy? That's, that's extreme. You've decided four is the most you'll ever need. No. Four is the most that I can. my wife would allow me. Gotcha. What would be your ideal number? What my, what my dad put in our playroom when I was in high school. How many was that? Six. Six? Yeah. God. I mean, the ideal situation is... Eric's got a pretty good setup. Although I don't know if he has it at the new house. Eric's got that. Castle Eric basically has a jumbotron in his living room. <laughs> and is <laughs> like he legitimately like has a jumbotron in his living room. And then you can divide it up into like eights. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Vegas. Correct. No, he, he has literally like he has like Vegas. when you go to a sports bar, when you see the giant projector, when you see the yeah, giant projector yeah, yeah. No, no. and they turn that into like Eric has that. Yeah. That is obviously the dream. Uh, well, here's – so the other thing – because I think, honestly, like, my gut tells me this is not even going to be your biggest issue ultimately with YouTube. As someone who has watched you watch games on your TVs, I don't think YouTube's remote situation is as good as Cable's or DirecTV's remote situation. It's not – it's harder to maneuver with that remote. We figured this problem out when, yet again, because we're always putting the fans first, you had to watch – Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. And it was hard. It was hard. No, you have to literally, like, you yeah. have to get, exit out of the app. Yeah. If you want to change the channel, if you're having to freaking watch that horrific Bears Commanders Thursday night game, mm-hmm. you had to literally get out of the app. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to flip back, then you had to re sign in. And God knows, you may have even had to, like, start from the beginning of the stream. <laughs> and you know, good well. Good and because I've well. seen you with the remote. You are a you are a like remote jock. You know, like you 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 ride that a, thing like a filly in a in a I horse am race. A professional television watcher. <laughs> I am the best to ever do it. When I when I went to your house to watch football this fall, the thing I was most impressed with was not the TV display. It was your display. It was how it was how good you were on the remote. Mark, I put in my ten thousand hours. <laughs> Why it might I, be it might be your greatest skill is how you work the remote. I am the person that if you ask me what channel is ESPN, Bally Sports Southeast, my follow-up is not to answer the question. My follow-up is, well, what provider do you have? <laughs> is it DirecTV? Is it Comcast? I used to have Time Warner in college. <laughs> I can help you out there. I know enough about UVerse. I've had to have UVerse before. They well, literally well, here's, here, hate us. I'm 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 trying to find some solutions for you. So the theoretically the the where this really kills you is that early noon window, especially early in the season when everyone's playing. Yes, when the, there's no question. This impacts the twelve, the twelve o'clock, the noon window. What this really does, though, Mark, 
there's a lot of crap in this world. There are very few things that are better than the NFL from 2 o'clock Central to about 3.15. That witching hour where every game flips and everything you've been watching gets topsy-turvy, flipped on its head, and you're having to, you're in the matrix, you're Neo, you're dodging bullets left and right, you're trying to figure out. That is what we live for. Well, so a couple things. One, it feels like this makes red zone more critical. Adds value to red zone. If you only get, you can only have two streams. One of them's got to be the red zone channel. I'm trying right? to figure out how to diplomatically say this. Red zone's for suckers. Mm. It's for people. It's for fantasy. Fantas- it's for fantasy football players. Yeah. It's not for the true hardworking gambler out there. Gotcha. You know why? You don't know what game flow is. Mm. It's the reason why Carson Wentz almost won a freaking MVP. Because all you did, if you watched an Eagles game and you watched the entirety of the game, you're like, man, I don't know about this guy. But if you watched Red Zone, hey, here's Carson Wentz spinning out of four tackles and throwing a 75-yard bomb. You're like, oh, this guy's pretty good. But if you watch the whole game, you're like, uh-uh, no, well, no. And if we game this out, though, you could theoretically get four screens going because you can, you can, you'll still get the local feed, the local, oh, the WREG. You know what? I can't wait to watch. Oh man! Thank you, Mark, for lifting my spirits and meaning and so making me those two the Texans two and the Titans you have to be on a featured screen. <laughs> those two can be on TVs, and then you can have the two. Oh streams. my God! Here comes Andy Dalton and the Falcons on TV too. It's next on Fox. You'd be surprised. They mix it up a little bit. You'll get a little. You get a little Bengals action in there every once in a while. I hate this league <laughs> so much. They, all, all that being said, all that being said, you in on schedule release day? This is the problem. <laughs> it is schedule release day. I'm the problem. I'm call me Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the sucker. I live for this. I love it. I know what why do I need to know the schedule in May? Why do I need to have this stuff leaked out? I don't know, but I love it. No, as Brian Curtis noted, this all started if you really go back and look like when did schedule release day become a thing? It was because With the NFL they, Network. They started the NFL Network and NFL Network needed content and the NFL wisely made the calculation. Well, if NFL Network does it, ESPN will do it too. And guess what? <laughs> they do. ESPN has the playoffs tonight. NFL Live will be wall to wall. <laughs> oh man, it's- these people. We need to fi- like. It's time to stand up for something in this country. Like we need to file a class action lawsuit against these people. <laughs> uh, tasty take Thursday off to a rousing start. Uh, you- and you know these streams are gonna buffer. Yeah, it's not. It, it'll be a rough. There's gonna be a rough launch. I I would. Suspect. You know what's actually gonna be the end of Twitter. It's not Elon Musk buying it, left-wing, insane people. It's oh literally going to be the fact that we can't have Twitter pulled up on NFL Sunday anymore. Because we're going to be all collectively 15 plays behind. Oh, Jeffrey. This is, this, is, this is like the worst news in quite some time for you, it feels like. Cadell's a war criminal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, the streaming wars. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> He's a streaming wars criminal. Uh, it's Tasty Take Thursday. Eric Schmidt, go to hell. He's the uh, Google CEO. Mm, we might uh, we might talk a little more NFL here in the open, talk John Moran All-NBA. Eric Hasseltine's going to join us at 2.40. Uh, we'll have the list next hour. We'll talk maybe a little more NFL schedule there. Um, and then we'll get we got Jason Smith, I believe, at three thirty as well. Talk to him about the NBA playoffs. John Morant, Tiger basketball, lots and lots to get to. But boy, we might as well. I mean, it is it is NFL schedule release day. In addition to because I don't think contrary to to the reaction you've had, I don't believe the I don't believe this news. This is news. It's just new to you. The the streaming. Uh, limitations of YouTube TV. This is unreported. It's unreported. And this is how you know the NFL is corrupt. There's no hero in media that had the audacity to point this out. Well, how, well, I guess, 
I was I was gonna say how are like bars gonna do it, but it sounds like the bars are gonna be allowed to keep their direct TV, right? Or well, something like that. They worked out an arrangement of some kind. An, it, it was originally they were like trying to see if they could cut a deal with Direct TV, but because the NFL is only only cares about the NFL, like Direct TV didn't say they were gonna pay them enough, and there's some other provider you're gonna have to buy. <sighs> Well, because I'm actually, I've never actually, I've like, I've had friends who've had Sunday ticket, but I've never actually purchased Sunday ticket myself ever. Um, I can't wait for week one when that stupid mosaic, they're going to promote that mosaic channel and you're going to try, you're going to, you're going to end up like caving and going to that. And you know exactly what's going to happen. Two of those four screens are going to be black because it can't handle the buffering. You really, you. Well, I'll say this. At least now you have low expectations for all this. Don't they say, like, under-promise, over-deliver? That's what yeah, that's what they're setting you up for here. They're not even under-promising. They're letting you know immediately, like, <laughs> this is going to suck. It's not going to be the same as it was. Yes. <laughs> but don't worry. We're teaching everyone in America how the future of watching TV. <sighs> I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Should we, tur- should we turn to John Morant? Happy. It's not actually happier news, but it is uh, different news. Um, since a fake we, controversy. Since we last were on, uh, since we were last on air, uh, John Morant, we found out officially was not included on one of the three All NBA teams, uh, and it wasn't uh, wasn't particularly close. Um, if we're being perfectly honest, it was. I believe Ja was included on he was seventh out of you know, in terms of guards. Six guards made the three NBA teams uh total. And Ja finished seventh in the voting, but he was not close to the sixth place vote getter. I believe Ja was included on twenty-four of the hundred ballots, whereas Damian Lill no, yeah, Damian Lillard was included on sixty-five, and he was the next lowest point getter. It was a it was the good old fashioned Rory McElroy backdoor top ten at a major. He played like it. If you go and you look on Wikipedia, it'll say like he was the first one out. Like, like John Morant, John yeah. would be the first one out. But if you look at the numbers, it was not close. Yeah, um, and you know, like I've detailed on the show, the you know, like I think Ja had a good argument. I also think the six guys who got picked over him had good arguments too. And I know there's some people who maybe disagree with that. Maybe the Lillard thing rubs them the wrong way because he sat out the last 10 games of the season and his team finished 13th. I think that's a reasonable argument to make. But you also have to counter-argue with, like, you know, Lillard had – Lillard, one of the great shooters of his generation, had his most efficient shooting season of his career this year. Like, he also had a good argument. Um, I can hear – I'm – I think there's a reasonable argument that Josh should be ahead of him, but like to say like there's no argument at all, you know, like it's obviously Josh. I think is ridiculous. And I we when we did this like a month and a half ago when I wrote that column, remember I came up with some. You had just, a note. Your system actually. My system accurately y- predicted the six. Yeah, we need to actually need to stop <laughs> talking about it because we might. We might want to start like looking into marketing now. Yeah, marketing it. Yeah, you know, where I took. I'm not going to say what the stat categories are now, Listen, but I, we'll we'll tell everyone it's better for the fan. I compared Ja to 15 other guards who could reasonably be considered for All NBA status this year, and did 10 different categories, statistical categories, some traditional, some advanced, and then basically like if someone finished first in a category among those 16 guards, they got 16 points. And if they finished last, they got one point. And then added them all, added all the points up. And those point totals resulted in the six guards who got picked were the six highest point total people um, in this in this voting. Um, and so, um, but Ja doesn't, the, the, the actual story here, though, is Ja misses out on the Supermax because he doesn't get first team. Um, and, you know, I do think, what happened, especially um, in March in that strip club with the Instagram Live stuff, you know, like, honestly, like, I don't understand the sentiment of, like, that should be irrelevant in considering him for all NBA because not only did he miss nine games because of the suspension, it was an eight-game suspension, but he missed nine games because, remember, he had the one where he he was eligible to come back and he – sat on the bench because he had to get, you know, you know, 
he had just come back that day to the facility. Um, but if you look at it, like his numbers weren't the same the last 12, 13 games of the year either. Like we're talking about a quarter of the season that was affected by what happened in that night in Denver. Um, and, you know, like for instance, the argument against Lillard is he missed the last 10 games because he sat out. If you go over the last 20 games of the season, Damian Lillard played one more game than John Morant did over the last 20 games of this regular season. So, you know what I mean? Like, and so um, I, I don't necessarily agree that, like, his off-court stuff, it's not like, I don't think his off-court stuff should matter because, like, oh, he's a bad person and character should be, it's like the Heisman Trophy and character is involved in who gets all NBA. I think if you actually look at the on-court stuff, whether he missed games or then when he came back, he wasn't quite the same at the end of the regular season. Like, I think it did. It should actually play into your decision-making process if you're a voter in this. I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah. And I think he had a good case. And maybe the tie did go to the guy who didn't hold up, you know, like didn't do, do what Ja did. But... I, I, I don't think the I don't think there was like this is like a snub in the sense that like da- like he Damian Lillard is like less deserving than him. I think they both had good years and had good cases. Ja had a borderline case. Mm-hmm. He lost every tiebreaker. He wasn't great in the fourth quarter this year. Like Lillard's numbers in the even though he's on a bad team, his his win shares and his um you know his. PER, his value over replacement player, his, you know, like all that was better than Jaws. Now, he, he didn't win as many games, but, I mean, know, to me. And he was finished third. I think that's a reasonable counter. It's like his team finished 13th in the West, and he sat out the last 10 games Well, because they tanked. And if you watched him play, mm-hmm. it was, he was, yes, on offense, he was going all out. Like, he did not care on, on mm-hmm. the other end of the floor. Yeah. Like, they're, they're. If you want to compare him to Lillard, it's like, okay, I think there's an argument, but you also have to acknowledge it's an argument. Mm-hmm. And he left it up to the judges. Yeah. Now, if you want to also say, if you want to make the point that you do not believe that media voting should be tied into, if you it don't absolutely want, should not, but be tied into that the players decided that soup to the, but I mean, I agreed to that. I would make this argument. I would rather have media vote than coaches vote because when you when you have coaches they're so hyper focused on their team mm-hmm. i mean at least at least you can make the argument i guess that hey at least in the nba you play every team so mm-hmm. theoretically you should get a look at every player they should probably do what they do for the all-star voting it should the media should will can probably still vote i just don't think the all nba stuff that's what incentives should be tied to that like I, I think it's it's puts everyone in a bad position. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that because I mean, like, like if you're like, for instance, like, I mean, honestly, like, DeMichael Cole at the commercial appeal voted in uh, the voting. He was like the Memphis representative in that all NBA vo- and all that voting. Like, and and I, I feel comfortable saying this. Like, he had Jaws a third team all NBA selection, but like. And I, I don't know what went into his thinking. I didn't talk to him about it. Like, it, it's not a – like, if it was up to me, like, you know, the policy of – like, the policy that I they had at the Washington Post where you're not allowed to vote in any of this stuff, this yeah. posting stuff, that's – I think that's the way to do it. So you don't – because, like, honestly, like, imagine if you're the beat writer for the Memphis Grizzlies and you didn't vote for John Morant and you're one of the – you have to see him every day and you're one of the people who took money out of his po- – took $40 million out of his pocket. Well, I gotta stay woke. Like, how can you? How I got, can you? I gotta stay woke for you. You ready? What's that? So, how is when, that reasonable to think when they, you, can, you know, work in that? When know, they rele- when they released for the, either side. When the NBA, the NBA comms Twitter account mm-hmm. released it yesterday, their story included the full list of voting. Have you tried to click on the link today? Uh, the no. page does not exist. Mm, and now, when you go to the NBA.com page. Mm-hmm. It gives you the it gives you the the graphics of the three teams, mm-hmm. and then it also says like also receiving votes, but it does not have the breakout anymore of the voting. I'm I'm a little woke on that because usually they don't just release that don't they don't just release like how many votes 
the additional voting got, they also usually rev- like yes, no, put they, out every media correct. member. Like you can access every media ballot. member's ballot. Now there are some people that make their ballot public and, and already, yeah. yeah. But but it it had the it does not include the <clears throat> breakout anymore. But it doesn't really matter. Like what was it a snub? Was it not? Like I personally don't think it was a snub. I think it was a close call. Yeah, and it didn't go his way. Yes. Now, does Ja think it's a snub? Oh yeah, he does. And I'm I think that's the for the best. Like the fa- there is enough reason. I would say this. There is enough reason to think I just because I don't think it's a snub. I don't think someone who does think it's a. I think there's enough there with the off court stuff and like people holding it against Ja. Like I think there's enough there for you to be able to reasonably believe that this was a snub solely because Ja got in trouble and people think they that should be held against him in a you know not just what he did on the court. Like I I would present the case that. What happened in March affected on court, and that's part of why you wouldn't necessarily have him as an all like why there's a case against him. But the fact that there's also a case for the fact that, like, you know what, like he was one of the six guards in the NBA, and, you know, he did something stupid, but he was still one of the six best guards in the NBA. And the fact that you can believe that, that Ja is, is I think, reasonable to think, like, it's not like crazy for him to think he got snubbed here or robbed or whatever. That's it's really good for the Grizzlies. <laughs> it's really like that's that's like for yeah. the best. No, and like he's going to be motivated. He's going to like this is going to this is going to drive him and um you know, ultimately I think in the long run he's going to, you know, he's going to be 40 million dollars, you know, uh out of out of pocket if you will. Uh, out of forty million dollars, but I think in the long run for his career, this is going to push him to you know push him to be even greater than he was before. Yeah, I don't know. I struggle with the whole like. To me, this is very similar. Like Rory, when he didn't play the he didn't play the tournament, whatever three weeks ago, and he loses out on the bonus money. Mm-hmm. It's not like they took forty million yeah. out of his pocket. Yeah, but I think this. Uh, yes, but. I think it's an I think it's an ego thing more than anything to say that you're oh, I, super max. I bet you're I bet you're right that ultimately, while he is he does care about the money. Let's be clear. Yeah, no, um, I, I don't know any rich guy. Yes, that doesn't I think, think they you, could be richer. I think I think yes. Deep down, it, it, what he wants more than anything is to be considered one of the elite, and um, that's great. That's why you know that's why I'm you know while this is this season has felt like a bit of a setback for him all in all. Just because, like, again, not, like, because of the numbers or whatever. It just, you know, this whole season for the Grizzlies and for him, it felt like it was them hitting a certain a wall that they hadn't hit before. It certainly felt like they got off the track. Yeah. Um, but I think in all of this, it's going to be ultimately be a good thing. You know, it's going to be something that pushes him, and he's going to take it the right way. We're going to, like, I mean, even yesterday, he's on Twitter, like, liking these tweets that are, uh, you know, Talking about how he got, you know, how he deserved to get it, and this he's getting ready for a major bounce back year. All this, I think he liked retweeted one of Drew's tweets saying he deserved it. That's we were talking about it yesterday. Like that's the best version of Ja, the one who feels like he's being disrespected, not the one who's like disrespecting others. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess my other tasty take about it is if you compare it to last year, mm-hmm. the biggest reason he comfortably made All-NBA last year, mm-hmm. there weren't as many candidates last year. Well, yeah, for one, like Steph and Lillard weren't eligible last year, yeah. basically. They didn't play enough, and they both made it this year. Um, I mean, now Booker Booker, prob- Booker played, what, 53 games 53. we looked up we before looked the show? Up, yeah. You know, I'd be curious if he had gotten up to 58 to 60, what, what that would have looked like in voting. I suspect probably would have been ahead. Maybe he certainly would. Have, I don't know if he would have made it. He would have cracked Lillard or he may cracked Lillard or Fox. But yeah, maybe he takes some votes away from Ja. I also like. I, I don't know. I I personally don't believe there's as much outrage as is yeah. being. I'm in two different group chats with two different groups of people, and I asked the question: Was anyone truly surprised? Ja did not make All-NBA. And everyone to a man said, absolutely not. I mean, 
I don't think John Morant was surprised he didn't make it. He yeah. included the possibility of it happening in his countersuit against uh, Joshua Holloway a couple weeks ago. Like he knew this was coming. Yeah, I, I just don't perceive this as some type of of slight. But he can t- he's taking it as a slight, uh, that's and that's fi- great. That's fine. But no, I agree with you. I think in actuality, like it. I, I'm just telling you, when I went through that exercise, I like didn't. There was no me bias in it. It was just like tender. Like it churned out the same six names that the that the voters ended up coming up with. And like I just go back to that. It just feels like. You know, he was right on the cusp. I I thought it was between him and De'Aaron Fox. It turned out it was between him and Damian Lillard. And, you know, like, there's a hundred voters. And, like, it's 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 a representation of the entire NBA landscape. It's broadcasters. It's writers. It's people from every market in the league. And it wasn't close in the voting. And... I don't think it's just like, you know, some people have pointed out to me like, well, Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor said on their podcast that they were not voting for Josh specifically because of the off-court stuff. It's like, that's great. Those guys also said they weren't voting for Jaron Jackson Jr. for Defensive Player of the Year. Everyone got into a tizzy over it, and then it turned out Jaron Jackson Jr. won Defensive Player of the Year rather comfortably. You know, like, ultimately, I think like some people, there were probably some people who did not vote John Morant like ultimately, they gave the tie to someone else because John missed those games. But I just go back to I don't think it's unreasonable to think that way because I think when you actually look at the impact it had on the court in terms of he did he missed nine games and then when he came back he was not the same player. Well, and like that should pl- go into your evaluation of it. We got some pushback yesterday on the when we said he hurt his team. Josh said he hurt his team. Yeah. Like yeah, they were still in. They were still in. They played well without him, and that they were still. In, they were in second when he got when he got suspended, and they were still in second um, when he came back. But I also think that works against his case for All NBA. Like ultimately, no. I mean, you got to see a period where Jaron was the feature guy. Like I mean, there's also the argument that like if you're if you were to hand out the MVP trophy of the Memphis Grizzlies this year, would you hand it out to John Morant? I don't think I would. I think I'd give it to Jaron Jackson Jr. I think so, too. I do think the problem, though, with, with Jaron in that case, you have to put up overwhelming offensive numbers. Mm-hmm. And Jaron's just not going to have that. Even though he had really good offensive numbers the, those final 15 games. And, and it will be. I'll be interested to see now next year. Like this year, for instance, it, you were, it was by position still. You had to have two guards, two forwards, and a center on each of these three all-NBA teams. Next year, we're going to free-for-all. No positions. So, like... I think though I think that's going to hurt Bigs more than it. Yeah. Well, like this year, for instance, Jokic and Embiid would have made first team, both of them. Yes. But like Sabonis made third team, and I think he made third team solely because they needed to have a center. Yeah. They needed to have a third center. Whereas if it was just top fifteen free for all, unless there's like the games restriction stuff comes into play, Sabonis wouldn't have been one of the top fifteen players in the NBA this year. Julius Randle making it felt the same thing. Yes. Sim- yes, similarly. So I think John might e- end up benefiting from that um, if he continues to play at the level he's been playing at the past two years. All right. You, let's, let's let's get after the NFL a little bit more. All right, you ready for this? Okay. I got a tasty take. We better be prepared. We better hope the New York Jets are good mm. because we are going to get a buffet of New York Jets in prime time. And we better hope that the Jets are not going to wind up being this year's Denver Broncos. Mm. Well, we did. We found out what. So they're going to be on Sunday Night Football for the first time in 12 years for Aaron Rodgers' debut. That's the lead. No, no, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. On September 11th. Oh, excuse me, yes. Against the Bills. And we've gotten reports from, Desha- I believe, a Deshaun Kaiser interview. He was When he was a backup to Aaron Rodgers, he, he said in an interview, I guess, today, um, or recently, that Rodgers at one point uh, told him, "Do you believe in 9 11 Yeah, and when he yeah, said yeah, yes. Yeah, no, that 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 was making the rounds again, and that yeah. that happened a few. That happened. Yeah, he Kaiser, gave him like a Kaiser, book. Kaiser was. He yeah. was like, re- "You should read about it." Um, yeah. So, but that guy's playing. You know, that guy's going to play in New York on uh, 9-11. No, but it, in all seriousness, that, yeah, you're right. I think there's going to be a reality tonight that 
Aaron Rodgers and the Jet that Jets Aaron Rodgers experiment is going to be in front in front of us quite a bit this season. Oh yes. A buffet. Of- and they got to hope it doesn't backfire well, like think- the Russell like the Russell Wilson, Wilson thing really backfired in that like by the end of it they were on so much I'd seen them struggle so much and it's Nathaniel Hackett all over again too, right? Isn't Hackett with the Jets now? He is with the Jets. And it's like by the end, by those last few Broncos appearances, it was just like, I don't want to watch this again. But it it was weird. At first, we're like, man, actually, remember the first game was that Seattle Monday night game. And because of the incompetence, it was kind of like watching a car crash. But then by the time we got to like the Colts, the Colts Broncos primetime game, we're like, we don't want to watch this. But then it did kind of come back around and at the end of the season. Although, though, they were starting to get flexed out. And I think that's why it was the fact that we didn't have to watch them in standalone. But we better pray that the Jets are good. Also, uh, the King is already setting up. Oh, boy. Jets better get off to a good start. Mm. Florio's already. Jets, Bills. If they yeah, want to win that division, they, they better beat the better Bills. Better get in week off to one. that good start. Um, He's already pegging them, I think, at 0 2. Uh, well, he just, you know, he loves Aaron Rodgers' content. Now he's now he's right in his neck of the woods. No, you know, I think he still does this show out of that out of his barn in West Virginia. He goes up to, I oh, think he really? goes up to New York for for Sunday Night Football. But I, I think he still does it out of his barn. Okay, all right. Well, we'll talk a little more NFL in the list next hour. But Eric Hasseltine's going to join us next. We'll talk to him about John Morant, the Grizzlies. The NBA playoffs, lots and lots to get to uh, on today's show. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Eddie Grouse here to help you beat the books with BetQL. After a series in Baltimore, the BetQL model is sticking with the Tampa Bay Rays in New York tonight. Rays starter Drew Rasmussen has broken out this season with a 3.11 ERA so far, and Yankees starter Domingo Herman has a 3.55 ERA at home this year, so the BetQL model has under 8.5 as a 5-star best bet. I'm Eddie Grouse. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Give me liberty and give me real estate. I'm Sheldon Rosengarten, and that was Hugh Mallory. Not only does he work with me at Mark's Bensdorf Realtors, he's the president of this year's AutoZone Liberty Bowl. So you, instead of sounding like Patrick Henry, what do you mean? Well, Sheldon, like you, I sell real estate, and I'm also privileged to serve as president of the 65th AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm able to handle all my clients, whether they're buying or selling, while participating in this great annual tradition. Hugh, that is definitely quite an honor. And with your fabulous track record in real estate sales, I know you'll do a great job. And I am so looking forward to the Liberty Bowl Golf Classic on Monday, June 5th. For you, it's a moving target. I wouldn't mark my calendar just yet. Your reputation as the worst golfer in Memphis precedes you. That may be true, but you will move you is something to remember, and you can reach you at 497-9756. 
Networks. Just like it's why people often say that when you want the job done, call Shell Dunn. You can reach me, Shell Dunn, at 483-0546 or memphisrelocate.com. Baseball is back, and the push for the postseason is on for hockey and hoops. Make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. There comes a time every spring and summer where you look outside in Memphis and everything is colorful and blooming. Well, the same thing happens at O'Call, and that time has arrived. The spring and summer merchandise is here, and the whole store is blooming with color. Stop on by and see for yourself. Maybe you're planning for a spring trip, a return to the golf course, or wedding and graduation season. Or maybe you just want to celebrate the return of spring days, sunshine, and the playoffs. Whatever your inspiration, stop by and see your friends at O'Call. The whole place is blooming. Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget. I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable. If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors in Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation. The highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis, your window into affordable luxury. Batter up, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping up to face the pitching machine, number nine, Risa Salas. <laughs> Quit it, I'm trying to practice. Let's get food after this. You buying? I got it last time. Let me check. My Cadence Bank account says yes. <clears throat> All right. It's a home run. Yeah. Visit us online at cadencebank.com to find out why Cadence is the bank for you. Cadence Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Mary, is that a new phone? Yeah, just upgraded at T-Mobile. Their new Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same great phone deals as new customers. I am so jealous. AT&T's got me locked into a three-year device contract, and my phone is locked to their network, too. Ooh, that's a long time. Three years. That's like the length of two and a half relationships. It's time to ditch AT&T. Bring your locked phone, and T-Mobile will pay it off, and they'll give you a new 5G phone for free. Boom! You hear that, AT&T? That won't Introducing the Easy Unlock. Bring your AT&T locked phone, trade it in, and T-Mobile will pay it off up to 650 bucks and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones for free. Plus, next time, you're ready for an upgrade a whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T-Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid MasterCard in 15 days. Free phone via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified, plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Ctmobile.com. I used to get frequent heartburn at night, so I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. One pill in the morning, 24 hours, zero heartburn with Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Make your tires shine with Superior Coverall Tire Shine at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people can help you choose the right cleaning supplies for your vehicle. Finish any great detail job with Superior Coverall Tire Shine. Right now, get two bottles for just $18. See store for details. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Kathy, what if I want to change my insurance plan? Steve, State Farm is here for your what ifs. So what if I want to change from a radio dude to a rodeo clown? (laughs) State Farm is here for your what ifs. Call or text Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle, 901-767-7744. My team would love to help you with your what ifs. We're not as cute as Jake, but... We're better looking than a lizard. Saturday, May 20th is Family Day when the Maulers go head-to-head with your showboats. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. So bring the whole family to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to meet the mascots and get a free foam football while supplies last. Touchdown, J.J. Wilson! Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at the USFL. 
Baseball is back. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to local coverage for the team you love. Live stream your favorite sports radio station. Or jump back and listen to the best segments on demand. Don't forget we talk to the manager every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Don't listen to some guy from the other side of the country tell you about your team. Live conversations for your local team. No matter where you are, your season, your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same. But at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high-commission investment products, right? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope. Never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No. We have one transparent management fee, structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I was scared at first we weren't going to have the man, the myth, the legend, but we now welcome to the program Eric Hassan, Memphis Grizzlies Radio, play-by-play host, joins us each and every Thursday. Eric, did you know we're only getting two screens on Sunday Ticket? What? Yes. <laughs> uh, you'll, Wait, you'll, be, you'll be proud. I, so Mark was asking me, who do I think has the best, like of all, of all the people I know, who has like the dream setup? I don't know if you still have it in the new house, but I said your your you essentially had a in the old house you have a jumbotron, you have like a video board in your house that you could turn into. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but I no, it was it was four TVs put into that could go to one big one, but it had yeah. like uh, it had. But the there big, was no lines. Like, that the was speed. the thing that was beautiful. Like I've I know people that have done that, but you can clearly see the thing that made your so so perfect was. There were no lines and there were no borders in between the TVs. No, there were. You just you just got used to them. The seamless TVs, the seamless TVs were like fifteen thousand dollars more for the setup. And I said, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have fun with this. So we used to play a game if uh, if you were watching a movie and someone's head got right in the middle and it looked like they had a bullseye on it, you had to drink. Ah, that is that's tough. Yeah. But now, so when I moved into the new house. The previous owners were kind enough to leave a projection screen and projector. I upgraded the projector, so now I have uh, a bigger TV with no lines, but I can only do one at a time. I can do picture in picture, but, um, yeah, like watching a game up there, it's like watching on a giant TV. It's just fun. I like it. I, but two screens, what, yes. do you, what do you mean? Like, what so, is Sunday Ticket doing? This is according to Google. When you purchase NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube, on YouTube or YouTube TV – You'll be able to watch up, or you'll be able to watch games on up to two screens at once. I like how they're like acting like they're doing you a favor. Like, 
YouTube and YouTube TV subscribers will also be able to watch up to four live streams simultaneously on one single screen with our multi-view feature. They're trying to promote the Mosaic channel, which everyone knows if you have Sunday Ticket, you only watch the Mosaic to see if you have the four best games on. Or you try to see if your fantasy quarterback is going to throw a touchdown pass because they have the ball. Yeah. Or a running back really or whatever. What so, that's what so they're saying. For. So they're saying in your – exactly, right? So they're saying in your house – Yes. If you have three cable boxes – Correct. Or three receivers, you can only in your house watch two different games at a time? Correct. Like if you have a third receiver – Yes. And you've paid for it, and it's all attached. So, like, two TVs have to be on one. You can't have three different games going. So you can't set up three TVs in your living room and and watch three games. You can only watch two? The only way you could watch a third game is if you turn on Fox and watch the Saints and Panthers. Yeah, like the broadcast, the the, the Fox 13 game. The the four Uh, and nine. So you could watch four if if you're in the window where there's two on over-the-air television. You could essentially watch four. And so, what's then? What's the point? You just get to watch your favorite team. But if your favorite team's on Monday night, then do you really care? Or if you can't see the game you want to watch because, let's say, it's a CBS game and it's the hot game of the day, but you get the Titans feed, and then there's two other good games. I mean, that that seems kind of counterproductive. It just means you can't watch all the good games at once. You can flip around to different games. Yeah, but wait until people try to flip around on on an on. It's they got it. That's why I was saying. I think the bigger issue, like they, if they get their remote situation good, I think this will be okay. Eric, they're like you know, like the classic. Well, they'll figure the cla- it out. The classic for us, you and I know, seven oh three through seven sixteen seventeen, depending on how many. Seven, yeah, yeah, depending seven, on how yeah, many yeah, games. Seven seventeen, sure. Yeah, yeah depending absolutely. on how many games. Now, like you're gonna have to like. You're gonna have to exit out of the app to change to change games. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, they we knew this us. day was coming. They Here's hate the us. thing. They Here's the funny us. thing. Like after the first month of when when September hits, and I, mean, I guess into October because the preseason's not as busy. But like November and December, I'm not home half the time on Sundays. So that's kind of why I was like, do I need to keep buying this? Because I always equated it to all right. If I go to my favorite sports place uh, and sit and have a burger and a beer or six, what's the cost? How much, if I do it every week, what's the cost? Does it justify staying home? You still got to add in the food. You know, you start doing the numbers. Now that I'm gone all the time, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm going to be gone. I'm not even using it for nine weeks. Why would I keep doing this? So um, thankfully that when Aaron Rodgers was with the Packers, they were usually on an over the air channel. Now that it's the Jordan Love era, I may really have to think about getting this because they may not be on a nationally uh, spotlighted game ever again. Uh, I don't even understand why they're just – no one loves to juice up their numbers like the NFL. If You know you're going to get the streaming – you're going to have the streaming numbers from YouTube. Like I don't understand why they don't want you having as many streams as possible because they'll just sit there and go, 78 million people watched the NFL this weekend. Right. Even if it was – 78 yes. people watching a million games, Correct. right? Well, that's like the age-old joke. Like, did you hear that Netflix lost a million subscribers yesterday? And people are like, wow, yeah, one guy changed his password. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, – it'll be okay. I, I know it seems no, bad right now. It'll be all right. You'll, you'll figure out. You'll well, figure you, hey, it out. Mark, you got you got a problem on your hand. You may need to call somebody to bring him something to calm his nerves. I know. No, you see, he found this out at one forty-seven right before the show. He's been it, it just ruined his day. Like I, 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 I went into like a like I went into like a I I started seeing red. Well, you got to call Drizzly. Get an in-studio <laughs> delivery of something that'll uh, take the edge off. I'll say this: it is it is steak night Thursday night steak night at the right house. Uh, there will be an nice. old, there will be an old fashioned uh, tonight. <laughs> who uh, who cooks the steak? You or the wife? Uh, I I am I'm in, so Thursday night's my cooking night, and usually Saturday too because it's usually grilling, and then Friday nice. night's usually the only night we don't cook. But Thursday night's well, my night. Well played. That's a that's a good schedule right there. All right, uh, Eric. The 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 topic I'm sure you've wanted to talk about all day. Did John Morant get yeah. snubbed last night for all NBA? Man, you know, I've heard both sides. And 
you know, obviously Shea Gilgis Alexander had a remarkable season, and that kind of came out of nowhere. Like, you went into this season and you thought there's no way anybody's going to leapfrog ahead of him, right? Shea Gilgis Alexander ends up averaging over 30. The Thunder win way more games than anybody expected, play into the championship of the play-in tournament, essentially, and then move forward to, uh, you know, to lose in that round. Um uh, and so he he deserved it. He definitely deserved it. Steph, I think, deserved it. Luca deserved it without a doubt. Hard to argue Donovan Mitchell the way he played in Cleveland and the, and the improvements that he clearly brought to that team. Uh, where you get into the debate is you reward a guy in Damian Lillard who had a terrific season, but his team didn't really win, didn't win to the point where he doesn't play the final, you know, 15 games. But the, where you have the detractors, they say, well, is that on Damian Lillard or is that on the, the team? Um, if Damian Lillard had played a little better, even though he averaged over 30, did the, did the Blazers win more or is that a flawed roster? So this is where these things come into play. And now when you put quantitative value by extra years and millions of dollars on the contract, hard to argue that. And, again, I think we all kind of knew – that this was in play when the incident went down because there is the court of public opinion and there is the court of people that say, Hey, if you're an all NBA team player, you need to have not only terrific on the court performance, but you need to be an example off the court as well. And uh, it's a shame because I think Ja, when he was in the lineup, when he played, uh, to the best of his ability, he was one of the best players in the league. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but I think there are people that are going to look at what happened and say, hey, I can, we're, I'm not voting for a guy who's out there hurting his team off the court by doing something that wasn't very smart and, you know, seemingly kind of fell out of favor. The problem anytime you have these awards and they're voted on people that aren't playing the game, and it, it, I, look, I used to have a vote. It used to be three votes per team. Yeah, Every team got three votes. And it was usually the TV play-by-play, the radio play-by-play, and the beat writer. Or they went, all right, TV play-by-play and TV color and radio. You know, it depended on who they asked. I had one. It was myself and Pete, and I believe our beat writer uh, of the past, Ron Tillery, had a vote. And so it becomes, you know, think mistakes happen. I made one where I they give you this ballot, and they say, well, it's due this day. And you're like, okay, I'm in the middle of the season, I'm trying to remember to do this. You start working on it. And when I filled out my MVP ballot that year, it was the year Steph Curry was unanimous. It was obvious Steph Curry was the MVP. And then I was filling out the rest, and I just kind of overlooked Kawhi Leonard at the time. I had him in the first team All-NBA, and I forgot to go back and double-check that. So I didn't have him in there, and there were three people that didn't have him in there. And in the day of Twitter, well, then they would release who voted for who. You just put people in the crosshairs which I don't agree with that from the NBA to do that either. Like, don't if, – if you ask the voters to do it, you can't put them in the crosshairs of angry fans because you want to have everything above board. That's, Especially if they have to cover the team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So – and that's what you saw. I, I, I'll never forget seeing that. Like, you would have Coach of the Year bound, and, and so many coaches would get votes when it was clear there was, like, one or two guys – and yet these guys would end up getting second-place votes because it was their own guys. Well, we see them every night. We see the job he's done. I mean, to me, it, it, it speaks volumes when a guy like Taylor Jenkins holds everything together. Everybody agrees it was a total mess, a total this, a total that. Jaws not even all NBA. Yet the Grizzlies finished second place, and Taylor Jenkins wasn't anywhere near the top three in coach of the year. Well, I mean, Mike Brown deserved it. I don't have a problem with Mike Brown getting it, but to, for Taylor Jenkins to not even get any consideration, I mean, yeah, Joe Mazzula stepped in, but he took a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals. And last year, Taylor Jenkins took a team nobody expected to win more than 41 games, took him to the second spot in the West, won 56, and they gave it to Monty Williams, who had a team that w- went to the NBA Finals the year before. Why, why all of a sudden did, did – what did Monty Williams do differently that year where he had Phoenix as the number one seed when they won the West the season before? Yeah, he did a heck of a job, but was it anything we didn't expect? We expected Phoenix to be there. So I thought last year was unfortunate because they felt like Monty got snubbed the year before, so they gave it to him yeah. this year. And then this year, 
they just went and they said, well, the best coach this year was Mike Brown. Well, why didn't you use that logic last year? So when you deal with these things, this is where you start getting frustrated. And for Ja, I hate it because it affects the contract extension. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that point to it and say, well, part of this is on you, buddy. You know, you made the mistake. You've owned it. And he has owned it. But the team did this, did that. And you can't use the early exit in the playoffs because the votes are turned in before that. So they still finished as the two seed. He missed time. Um, He didn't miss a lot of time with injury. He missed time because of the step away and because of the suspension. And unfortunately, you have people with the holier than thou attitude that if you're if you're an All NBA guy, you got to act like one, and don't think he acted like one. So they made him pay the price by not voting for him. All right, last thing before we kind of switch gears, because I think uh, to me, like this has been talked about ad nauseum. I, I feel like everyone's kind of on the same page. Like I think not everyone, but yeah, I don't think I think there's. I think there's legitimate debate to be had. I don't think he got snubbed. I also think you can make the argument he deserved to be on there. I, I just think it, it yeah. I think it was as simple as it was a it was a borderline case and it came down to tiebreakers and I don't think he had enough tiebreakers. Like to me like in in the end like you got to put six names down. All right, but I want to ask you this. Who do you think forget forget Vegas odds. Who would you who do you think is the favorite the rest of the way? Oh wow. Yeah, is it Denver? That's a great question. Um, I think so because they have home court advantage. I mean, I, I don't know that they won't have it over Boston. I don't know if they have it over Philly. 